professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by the fans for the fans. And thank you. You are joining us for episode 63. I am your host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. You should add voiceover to that. I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Steelers fan. Yes, we won this weekend. Andy. And I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. USA doing good? USA, USA just lost to the Netherlands. USA <laughs> it's the World Cup. Okay. <laughs> Andy loves foosball. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, Jeremy is back this week. Happy to have you, buddy. So that way you don't, Andy and I don't have to bicker for an entire episode. Um, <laughs> so this is episode 63. In this episode, we will be discussing Becky Lynch and Damage Control, MJF and William Regal, and William Regal's current relationship and status with AEW in general. Uh, we're gonna be chatting it up about Sammy. Uh, we're gonna be chatting it up about Sammy Zayn and more. And okay, here we go, guys. Ready? Long-winded social media segment. Are you ready? No, I said, are you okay? Um, yeah. Please go to <laughs> YouTube and search the PW Fan, where you'll find all of our episodes this year, last year, video, non-video. And uh, please subscribe. We're trying to get to 100 subscribers so I can stop doing that stupid intro. We got merch on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan. Three shirt designs, your one and two pocket logo tees. And uh, we got our basic front graphic tee. And coming soon, I'm talking to the artists right now about it. We're getting things in the work. Booker Andy pocket logo tee. Booker All right, Andy. Let me give you guys a little uh, preview of what this thing's going to look like. Black t-shirt. Front left chest, it's going to say the architect. Fuck yeah. It's going to look awesome. And then on the back, like a three-patch biker jacket, the top's going to say uh, Booker Andy, and then it's going to be an American traditional tattoo hand holding a pen, and then underneath it's going to say, give me the pen. I'm telling you, this shirt's going to be maybe our one of our coolest. It's going to look really cool. It's going to be cool. And then we're going to get Jeremy a shirt, and I'm not worried about me. Who cares about me? All right. And uh, for all other social media, look us up at the PW Fan, and we should pop right up. Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you. I'm excited for this week. I'm pumped up. Jeremy's back. And I want to say something real quick before we get started on today's show. Um, you know, I kind of always joke around. Uh, I, I don't, I'm don't. i almost never super serious on this show, but I do want to say this. Um, we got our uh, Spotify uh, wrapped numbers in. And uh, we actually, for numbers and listeners, we do better on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is very cool. So if you're an Apple Podcast listener, thank you very much. But uh, as far as Spot, uh, Spotify goes, we got numbers back that kind of let us know how everything's been doing. And um, we can't come to find out. And uh, when I say this, I don't mean just in pro wrestling. I mean in podcasting in general. We were in the uh, 30th uh, percent most shared podcasts uh on the entire planet so that's uh pretty crazy you know we always joke on this show saying guys please tell your friends about us and all that stuff and you all actually have so 
that's really so cool, and we appreciate everybody that comes back every week. This is our little family. Happy to have our listeners. And I just want to personally, and I know Andy and Jeremy feel the same. If they want to say anything, feel free. But thank you all so much. That was pretty shocking to see that it, in the entire world, you guys have shared us so we were in the 30th of, on the planet. So that's very generous, and thank you for doing that. So thank you all so much. And uh, we can continue on, but I really just wanted to make a point of saying that. No, yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's really cool because I look at the numbers every single week, and it's cool to see that it's not just the U.S., but there's a lot of other people that listen. So thank you to everyone. And and one thing that we don't talk about enough is, um, you know, if you're a, a newer listener catching up to this one, come to find out what we're finding from some of our, I guess, statistical analysis is a lot of our listeners will go back and listen to older episodes first and then kind of decide if they like the show and then catch up. And oh, come. don't start it. Don't start the first. <laughs> yeah, don't start the first. So you can skip that one. But uh, you the, know, pilot, like the first one, the pilot, I, I can't listen. While we it. were it giving matches stars and uh, oh yeah, but, Tim uh, was doing a star rating and all that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, people went back and and do that. So if you're catching up with newer stuff now, we're noticing. I don't know if you'll hear this, you know, in a few weeks from now or whatever. So thank you all so much. Uh, it's very cool. You're the reason why we do the show. Obviously, we have fun doing it. And we started it to do it for fun, but then all of a sudden people started listening and we've gotten heartfelt messages and, uh, you know, people have, you know, come to us with stuff and we just appreciate you all so much. So thank you. And uh, Andy, I'll let you take it from here, buddy. We can get into some wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N. That's wrestling. Let's go. All right. Uh, So we'll start with Raw as usual. Uh, Becky Lynch opened up the show. Um. And this is the first time she's been able to talk to the audience since she's uh, been back. Um, damage control comes out, and um, you know Bailey starts talking shit with her. Uh, Becky Lynch ends up going into the crowd and uh, talking to two fans, and I'm sure that made uh, their entire year. They got on TV. I think one's name was like Bobby, and the other was like Zach or something. But uh, it's pretty cool. What ends up happening is that uh, she ends up taking on all three members of Damage Control and brawls with them uh, in the arena out into the concession stand. Um, it was a fun segment. I feel like you don't see it that often anymore in WWE. Uh, we used to see it a lot in AEW. I felt like almost too much. Um, yeah. So this is the first time. They did the Dippin' Dots thing. Yeah. Um, so it, the way this is headed, I mean, it kind of looks like uh, Bailey is going to be feuding with Becky Lynch, but we'll have to see. Uh, it's going to be a good feud. Yeah. Um, so then after that, we had Megan versus Rhea Ripley, um, which eventually turned into the Judgment Day versus the OC during uh, Mia and Rhea's match. Um, the OC came out and said that uh, this feud wasn't over, but it was going to end tonight. So they had a four on four. Uh, mixed tag match. Winners ended up being the Judgment Day. It was a really good match. It could, it should have almost been on the pay per view if um, they wanted to get all members on. But uh, how much longer? The match with AJ and Finn was good as well. How much longer do you think this feud between this these two factions and this thing in general is going to go on for? Is this something that you think will go all the way to like the Rumble, or like are we going to um, see it fade out soon? I think so. 
I don't know. I mean, see, I, I, like as we're watching Raw tonight, I'm wondering, you know, if they're going to do something, we'll see something tonight. If we don't see anything tonight, I'd assume that it's over with. Because um, they finally did the entire group against the entire group. You know, are they going to make us see the match again? Yeah, I mean, it might that be was the one first of those, time. It might want be one of those things where it's like it's over for now, but is it ever really over? You know, it's not. It's never yeah. over. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that was the first time we had the entire group. You know, um, all male members and all female members against one another at the same time. I don't know what more you can do with that. You know, you had the leaders against one another at the pay per view, and then you had the entire group the next or two nights later. Yeah. So. I mean, because I feel like what they used to do, I guess NWD would continue this feud and have them fight the same thing over and over again. But I feel like Triple H does those obviously different things. But I don't know. It could be like an uh, I don't know, a just um, a gimmick match or something. Yeah, I mean that'd be the only way. But what the next pay per view hmm. is? Is it Royal Rumble or is there one before it? It used to be Day One, That's right? Yeah. Isn't there's one before? I'm pretty sure. I don't, maybe they'll do something different. I don't know. I haven't seen an advertisement for the next pay per view, so yeah, I think it's still a little bit too early. Um, but moving forward, we had uh, the Bloodline come out, and it really was just a celebration for Sami Zayn. Uh, all <laughs> Bloodline members. I don't. Roman wasn't out there, but uh, the Bloodline is all about Sami now. Uh, Ko uh, Kevin Owens ended up coming out. And basically said he understands why Sami Zayn, you know, did what he did, that he would have done the same thing. Um, and that he's basically done with Sami, you know. He says he doesn't want to fight him or team with him anymore. He just is done with him and wants nothing to do with him. Um, as we saw tonight, though, that, you know, he's Kevin Owens is going to be tied uh, in some kind of storyline to there's gonna be some point when they turn on sammy it's i'm telling you man uh (laughs) elimination chamber is in montreal and you know the bloodline will get turns on them first or that you know and someone comes out to save someone and then they become superheroes in montreal (laughs) really win the tag titles i don't know and then that leads to uh, Mania, and you, you have Kale and Sammy take the belt. Yeah. Booker Andy, get the new shirt. <laughs> Booker Andy, go get that freaking new shirt when it comes out. Um, I'm telling you, this man, Kevin Owens, Andy's bowling strikes for the last year. If you go back in our episode of history, <laughs> he's, got, he's in the 90% of getting things right. If I could bet on WWE, I would. I'm sure there's you a can. You can. <laughs> don't right do now. that god damn it yeah. you're gonna wind up getting addicted to that just like you are funko pops i'll be like i'm right all the time and then i'm finally wrong yeah, yeah i know well you're the fault you're the reason for the funko pops i was fine before you got me started clearly i have a problem too. Uh, look behind me it's a sickness look at this shit yeah it's yeah, everywhere <laughs> i can't stop um but kevin owen said he he uh wasn't done um, I believe it was this week, right? He said he wasn't finished with Jay Uso, though, So, because uh, Jay Uso is yeah. the one that cost him the title against Roman Reigns during the pandemic, so that became uh, booked for the main event. Um, after that, we had uh, Austin Theory in the ring um, 
celebrating, you know, him being uh, the new United States champion from uh, War Games. Um, Seth Rollins ends up coming out. Uh, Theory has been pissed that, you know, the older wrestlers, like he mentions Dolph and Rollins, have called him kid. And Seth Rollins, you know, congratulates him, but then whispers, you know, to him, uh, like, congratulations, kid. And uh, so I don't know if this feud is done or not, but... Uh, it doesn't seem that way. No, it does not. Uh, so Dexter Loomis and The Miz finally had their match to see if Dexter Loomis yeah. would get a contract. Hopefully this is finished. Dexter Loomis did beat The Miz and sign the contract. Now I read that he... I think he's going back to NXT, though. So I don't know what the <laughs> point of bringing him up to Raw was. I don't know if I it did, was I do something that. with Johnny Gargano. I don't know. That's insane. That was like a three-month storyline. I just saw a video of a house show, and he was in the corner with Indy Hartwell. Like, he was... Uh, <sighs> That'd be ridiculous if he goes down to NXT at right for this. I really think he is. Um, okay. Candice LeRae returned to television to take on Dakota Kai. Um who damage control had injured her. I don't know if she was actually injured or if it was just storyline wise, but she returned to television. And then lastly, the main event was Kevin Owens with versus Jay Uso. Winner was Jay Uso. Very good main event. It's really um, good. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see Kevin Owens wins, but um, again, I think this is that long-term storyline. He's going to be involved with, as we saw the opening match tonight, which we'll talk about next yeah. week. Uh, he'll be involved with the bloodline. Um, that's all I got for Raw. Do you have anything to add before I move on to Dynamite? I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, I did did as well. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Um, so let's get into Dynamite. John Moxley opens up the show and, you know, basically says that even though he's not champion, he is still at the top of the food chain and... No one backstage can tell him otherwise. Uh, out comes Hangman Adam Page to tell him otherwise. Um, Which I forgot the last time that we saw a Hangman, he was knocked out. Because of Moxley. Um, yeah. I and totally Moxley ends that. up making a comment about, you know, or like he says something and then he's like, or do you not remember or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And they start brawling a little bit too much, too many pull-aparts in my opinion. I hate too many. Um, yeah, you have to do like at least the max. For me, it's like three. I think one security guard pulled Moxley off, and Moxley fell off the stage, and that security guard yeah. dipped. He like he was out because yeah. he <laughs> yeah. he's definitely getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> he's just an extra, probably too, right? He was like, and I'm probably out. yeah. Um, so it looks like that feud is continuing. Um. I don't know if it was ever supposed to be a feud, but I think they, yeah. you know, because of what it. happened, yeah, they just, you know, use it, and sometimes those are the best feuds. Yeah. Uh, we had, you know, what should have been a really, or to some, a dream match. It was Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood. Yeah. Um, good match. Brian Danielson tapped him out in the end. Um, Dax. I thought that was the right, right yeah. decision. I do, I do as well. Dax started walking away after Brian stuck out his hand and acted <laughs> like he wasn't going to shake it, but did a quick turnaround and uh, shook his hand. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a very good match. Both guys are just like, you know, similar but different styles. You know, it's kind of both are like old school. They're not like, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Tim, I think I feel like this was probably one of your favorite matches. 
for this like uh, show. Out of all the uh, matches on the show, I'd say it would be. 100%. This is exactly my up my alley of what I like, so I was in. Yeah. Jeremy, that was, was like, good, uh, that was a good call, buddy. You know, you know my taste. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, I think you felt the same way when it was CM Punk versus Dax Hardwood. Right? That yeah. match happened, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, that one was I like love that match. perfect old school wrestling. Um, moving forward, Ricky Starks enters himself into the Dynamite Ring Battle Royal, even though he already has um, a number one contenders match to MJF. He says he's coming for everything that MJF has, which includes that Dynamite Ring. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, because I guess the way they do now, because MJF has won it back-to-back, the winner of the Battle Royal doesn't win the ring. They win a chance at the ring yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, MJF uh, won it three times in a row. Yes, yes. Uh, Wardlow versus Samoa Joe isn't over. He challenged him to the TNT title at final battle. Yeah. Um, someone else, I, I didn't write down, ended up challenging Samoa Joe to final battle for the ROH television title. Yeah, uh, I forget who that is now. Too. Yeah, I, I forget who it is. Um, but So it looks like <laughs> Joe's going to be... Um, defending it twice. By the way, no, I no. speaking of that. Um, speaking of Joe, I uh, was gonna order the final battle pay per view later tonight, just out of boredom. Worth it or no? <laughs> Has anybody heard anything? It's forty bucks. Is it so like, night? It's it already it's happened. 40? On, it happened on Saturday, and all the comments are saying it's kind of garbage. So I'm thinking about Andy. Just send me that the link. You know what I mean? Oh, Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson, that's who it is, yeah. Juice Robinson from New Japan is the one that. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't it. heard like crazy things about it, so I don't. People, it wasn't just like saying, this um, is just people keep saying this is just AEW wearing an ROH outfit, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> I'm like you're not wrong. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah. Well, the, I can tell you what the matches are. Uh, let's see, final battle. It is. Chris Jericho versus Claudio for the ROH World the Title. Ocho. Daniel Garcia, Daniel Garcia <laughs> versus Wheeler U- Wheeler Yuta for the Pure Championship. Mercedes Martinez versus Athena for the ROH Women's Championship. Samojo versus Juice Robinson. Um, oh, I guess Ward the Wardlow match wasn't for Ring of Honor. If that makes sense, it's not a ROH title. Uh, um, yeah. And then Swerve and Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor and JT Griffey. Don't know who that is. Sorry. Well, um, maybe I'll watch the free so version. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Mo- well, the next thing I was going to say was during an interview between Blackpool Combat Club and Jericho Appreciation Society, whether you to challenge Daniel Garcia to match for the ROH Pure Championship at Final Battle. Yep. So. Ties together perfectly. So let's talk about uh, the this MJF and William Regal segment. There was one little thing I didn't like about it, but um, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, MJF ended up, uh, or William Regal, you know, ended up coming out and introducing um, MJF. Um, you know, he introduced his. Uh, you know, reign of terror that's, you know, about to 
to come down to all the superstars up until 2024 because he's never going to give up the title and he'll either leave um, AEW with it or he'll stay. Um, again, they mentioned WWE on TV. They mentioned his old his old buddy Saint Nick. Yeah. Con, and he said, and my, my pal Trips is what he said. <laughs> trips. <laughs> he says Trips. Um, yeah, so you remind the fans about the bidding war of 2024. Um, and then, you know, the one, the one thing that we didn't hear from William Regal, and I've heard other people talk about this, is that we didn't hear why Regal turned on the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. You know, MJ, I've talked about, um, you've read the email that William Regal sent him, and that was more telling us why MJF went with Regal, but we didn't say why Regal went with MJF. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. In the end, um, I keep saying in the end, MJF um, took the brass knucks out and knocked out William Regal from behind. Now, as Tim mentioned, we're going to talk about the status of William Regal and his future. He knocked out Regal from the ring and also AEW. <laughs> that was like his last show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He knocked yeah, out from I got, you know, I, there's some things just about this whole thing where I'm just like, I don't know what to believe. All signs point that he's going to WWE, right? That's yeah. obvious. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I read that he's saying that there was oh, a security issue and like, what did Jeremy? You read more of that than I did. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I don't get any of that. Also, because EC three saying it, and also he was like, "I heard," and I'm like, "Okay, well, it's immediately false." I heard that you heard something. EC three heard that William Regal thought that as soon as he got there, there was a maturity difference in the management at AEW versus WWE. That's what, that was the story. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's exactly true. I, there's a difference in management style, definitely, but I don't think Regal. He really wouldn't have signed to an actual company if he didn't think it was worth it. So he signed to three years, but there's a clause in there, apparently, that he could leave yeah. whenever. Yeah. It's a perfect way to write him off. Triple H is in charge. Him and Triple H are buds. Obviously, he put him exactly. as the general manager of NXT. Yeah, and, and if, also, if he like, just likes working for WWE more, whether AEW is yeah. you know bad or good, he just might like that company more and the people that he works for, and he likes working for Triple H or something more than maybe Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the whole point is like just be happy for Regal because he gets yeah. he like first of all he got fired and found another job, which is great, and now he's going back to the place that he likes, and also Triple H his guys in charge. Yeah, at least his talent didn't go to waste, you know, and yeah. his uh his mind is another big thing. You know, yeah. and I don't know if you saw the other thing about with Regal. They said like the young talent or whatever didn't want to listen to his advice. And I was like, what I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I, like they did him and Danielson do apparently training sessions. I don't know. That's morning. kind of the thing that CM Punk mentioned that Hangman Page said. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, maybe that's Hangman. <laughs> you know, Hangman's like, I don't need anything. I'm good. But uh... Hangman's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fans the fans were cheering that he knocked out this old man 
you know, kind of like, you know, William, and because then MJF, you know, basically said what Regal had said to him seven years ago. Mm-hmm. He said, like, you know, top talent, you know, he's looking for top talent and to let him know when he's that, basically. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, you know, another, like, just perspective, I guess, I read also is that if you look at the AW, like the top people, it's like sort of like the Young Bucks, maybe like Kenny Omega a little bit. And some of the other top stars, like Hangman, like they all made it there on them, like themselves. Like they didn't learn or they didn't get help from anyone, as in like old wrestlers or anything like that. So I can get kind of get that idea of thinking of like, I'm not going to start listening now. But also, there's that little balance of like, you should listen to at least like their advice or try it out. And if it doesn't work, then fuck it. Right, I mean, yeah. Kenny was in FCW or NXT or whatever for a short bit. Yeah, he was, yeah. He didn't make it through their developmental program is yeah. what Cody Rhodes said during their feud. That's <laughs> right. Back in ROH. Um, so we had a return this week on Dynamite. Um, after Anna Jay's match, Ty Mello was out there and Ruby Soho's music hits. And if you remember, I believe it was Ty Mello that injured Ruby. <laughs> Uh, twice, I think, during the, that same match. I think she broke her nose, though, was the injury that put her out. Oh, she had yeah. to have reconstructive surgery. So Ruby Soho came back and attacked uh, Ty. Yeah, you almost forgot about it, right? Yeah. She, that was the match where they like, dropped her, right? Yeah. Dropped her and then yeah. broke her nose. <laughs> I think it was that all out. Um, yeah. Now, ROH is getting a TV show, I believe, which is good because... Some of these wrestler, wrestlers, like Ruby Soho, that you just forgot was even injured because she hasn't been on TV, you know, people yeah. can, you know, get seen. Is it, a t- is it a TV deal, like, t- like on TV or, like, on streaming? I believe it's on TV, but... Okay. I'm, like, 70 I don't, I don't, I don't know what's better for ROH now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, are we going to be, if you go to a live AW show, or are they going to be taping, like, ROH? That's only, like, six-hour shows. (laughs) 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 I'll be like, dude, we're going to get, like, almost through Dynamite. I'll be like, I can just watch it later. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We're like, we got another four hours of ROH and Dark. (laughs) We had a a Jade Cargill TBS Championship win celebration, and then Lil Bow Wow popped on the screen. Why is Jade Cargill in some feud slash war with Lil Bow Wow? I don't really understand it where it came from. Like, because two weeks ago they showed like the the her, incident, her at his tour, and yeah. he's he's like, "Oh damn, you really are fine in person." Like, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, Lil Bow Wow loves wrestling, and he even was like talking shit on like. Twitter, what, like a year ago, being like, I could book better shit than this, or something like that. I remember, like, <laughs> and then I remember, like, people at the time were like, you were probably right. He probably could. It was, it was terrible. As far as WWE Tony Khan's was like, going. Tony Khan's like, Trips has Logan Paul. Let's get Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try something else. Same, same, right? Lil Bow Wow. Also, Bow Wow hasn't been relevant. <laughs> like Mike he hasn't was been relevant movie. in a long time. Um... The main event of the show was Death Triangle versus the Elite Best of Seven series. This would be their third match, and the winners this time around were the Elite. So the score is now 2-1. to one. They are not going to get shut out. 
You know, know, I think we all know they're all going to just come back and just dominate, basically, and then get the belts back. But but at least I thought it was going to go, like, 3-0, as in, like... And then four in a row? Yeah, and then four in a row, and I was going to be like, are you kidding me? This is what's going to happen. It's going to come... They're both going to tie at three eventually, and then... It's gonna be the elite. It's honestly gonna go seven. They're gonna milk it. They're they're gonna be like, oh, yeah. just more booking, like easily. Yeah, but I'll, but I mean, I, I kind of like the difference. Like this one, this last match was more like a street fight because I mm-hmm. started it before the match and they kind of did a bunch of things. So at least they're trying to like switch it up, so it's not kind of the same match every time. Just like the crowd was chaining same old shit in Chicago. <laughs> Dude, that Chicago crowd was crazy. Yeah, but that wrapped up um, Dynamite. Let's get into SmackDown. The Bloodline, as per usual lately, opened up the show. Um, and let's see, I'm looking at my notes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it just led to you know a, uh, a ma- it led to a match between um, Sami Zayn. And Sheamus. Um, in the end, though, Sami Zayn ended up winning the match, which, you know, as as high as Sami Zayn isn't right now, is probably the the way to go. Yeah. You know, he, he's also doesn't really hurt Sheamus that much at all. No, not at all. Banger after banger after <laughs> banger. <laughs> there was a funny moment this week. He was walking backstage after beating up uh, Jimmy and Jay, and he walks away just saying, you just see the back of his head, and he's just going banger after banger <laughs> after banger. <laughs> um, so after that, yeah, so the Bloodline opens up the show to celebrate Sammy. Um, when they opened up Raw, it was to, or when they were on Raw, it was to celebrate the Survivor Series win. This week it was to celebrate Sammy. Um and then we had Sheamus versus Sammy, uh, which was, led right into it. Then we had Bray Wyatt backstage uh, for a quick segment, still denying that he attacked LA Knight. Um, last week on the show, I played that clip. I don't, Jeremy, I don't know if you ended up hearing the full thing later. Um, yeah, on YouTube. the Bray, the Bray called clip. The number. Well, because it's longer. I only played like maybe 30 seconds of it. Yeah. It's like a psychiatric phone call is what it is. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. So I still am thinking that it's the six personalities based off that phone call, especially. Yeah. And maybe this and also, personality of Bray isn't the one that. Yeah, because also Bray saying that wasn't me. Like, maybe it was Uncle Howdy, but Uncle Howdy is Bray. I don't know. I didn't do those things. Um, I think it was during Raw. I I didn't write this down. I forgot to mention it, but it has to do with Bray. Uh. During um, a segment backstage with the ladies, Alexa Bliss was kind of zoned out, and it was kind of, I think, something with Bray flashed on the screen again, and um, I don't know, it, it was making it seem like, in, insinuating that she was like thinking about Bray Wyatt or like, kind of going crazy again, so I don't know if they're going to ease back, back into that. She doesn't uh, really have too much else. Going on right now, no. Yeah, and also character-wise. No, um, just don't bring back Lily the dog, dog. That's a dog because that <laughs> is dog. my dog. I do have a dog named Lily, but Oscar just watched on TV. Um, anyway, <laughs> Lacey Evans. Uh, <laughs> there was a video of her uh, running in a 
United States Marine Corps outfit, and it was saying that she's going back to basics. Um, as a lot of people know, she was a former uh, Marine, and so maybe her character is changing yet again to be... Uh, she's repackaged after repackage. It's, it was an Army of One commercial, basically. Um, <laughs> repackage after repackage after repackage. <laughs> Um, damage control cut a promo and, uh, basically putting the SmackDown women's locker room on notice. Um, Liv Morgan ends up coming out and attacking her, uh, the entire group. She says, uh, she goes one, two, three against one. Yeah. Pretty good odds. And then runs in and attacks. Uh, then we had a returning Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox used to be. Best friends with Dakota Kai in NXT, and during a War Games match, uh, Dakota Kai turned on her. Uh, Tegan Knox, before she was let go, was brought up to the main roster with Shotzi as a tag team. Um, if you don't remember her then, maybe you remember her from dressing like Captain Marvel all the time. <laughs> uh, she came back with like purple and like lime, like highlighter. Hair. Yeah. Almost looked like her eyebrow, eyebrows were shaved off. I don't know. I didn't get that. I don't know. She looked different. It could be the hair that just made her look different, but her face looked different too. Um. So yes, Tegan Knox returned to help live, and then our main event, which was very good. I would go out of your way to watch it. Ricochet versus Santos Escobar, the SmackDown World Cup uh, Finals winner was Ricochet. Ricochet will now feud with Gunter, or at least have a match. With uh, Gunther next week, <laughs> or maybe I think it's next week actually for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. I think it, this is just a blow off though. It's just the match that everyone is not everyone, not me, wants is Braun Strowman versus Gunther. I mean, he even came yeah. out during a, a match um, and interfered with Imperium. Yeah, they're teasing it pretty much. But this Ricochet match, though, I feel like... Remember when Triple H was in NXT doing all those, like, tournament-style mm-hmm. matches? I feel like this was, like, kind of, like... Like, the Cruiserweight tournament was insane that he they did. Santos um, Escobar. Oh, you mean the original Cruiserweight Championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, when they had that huge tournament, they brought in all the Cruiserweights. Like, I feel like this kind of, like, was similar to that, where it's, like, the match. Well, you had, like, Mustafa great. Ali versus yeah. Ricochet. You had... Uh, I was going to say Pete Dunn, Butch. Yeah, and then just um, let the guys go for, like, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, time like they had. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, so the very good main event. You know, I like that they're actually doing main events now when, like, they actually – there's a good reason for it. Like, this is the finals of the it's World the Cup final. that they've been promoting, you know. Um, so that wrapped up SmackDown. Rampage, two little things to um, talk about here. The Acclaim versus FTR is officially set for the future. No, um, it's set for next Wednesday. There's going to be no winner. Gun Club's going like, to get involved yeah, or something. I hate that. There's not going to be a winner. Because they're going to... They should hold out till like, Revolution or um, yeah. at least, like, Winter is Coming or something, but... Yeah, because there's, like, zero build for this. Yeah. yeah, no. They, they could... I mean, both teams are popular uh, both teams are baby faces though like so yeah. like how do you i don't know that's one thing booker I mean, andy can't do i can't book two baby faces into <laughs> a good storyline sorry sorry guys because that that is like the, the top two teams that they have right now and they need to face each other but i don't know how they do it 
Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, the fans really want this, so see how they book it. And then lastly on Rampage, you had Orange Cassidy versus QT Marshall. All-Atlantic Championship Lumberjack match. Dan Housen cracked me up. He was dressed like a lumberjack and he had an yeah. axe. He's like, can we bring axes to the ring? And Mark Henry's like, no. It's like, uh, they all had flannels on. Um, winner was Orange Cassidy, but the takeaway from this is House of Black. Lights hit um, Black, and House of Black popped up and takes everyone out, including the lumberjacks. Now, I saw something online, and I agree with it. If you're going to be doing the lights out every time House of Black comes out, you can't be doing it for anyone else or any like return right. or anything. That was the thing even before they went away for a little bit that people were saying because they would do it and everyone would like, get, get excited about like some like surprise person. People are going to be like, starting oh. to get let down like, you know, yeah. thinking it's a, a new person, but then it's just like House of Black. I think that might have hurt them before when so many people who were coming in while House of Black were, was a thing. Yeah, yeah, because they did that so many times. So, but like House of Black's like cool. Like they should be, like people. They pop the lights back on. People should pop for them because they're they're really cool tag team. Well, they did when they came back last week. Yeah, but um, that wraps up Rampage. I do want to talk about one other thing before Tim gives us the classic show of the week. Show of the week. And that's this WrestleMania card. All right, there's a lot of rumors out there of how they could book. Roman versus The Rock. If The Rock is going to do it, it's all up yes, to The Rock. Yes, this is what I wanted Do- to touch on. Does The Rock come back at the Rumble and enter it, or does he just come back not in a match, and then his only match is at Mania? Do you have Cody win the Rumble and have... The big thing is, do you have Roman face The Rock night one and then Roman versus Cody night two? Both for different championships, Cody wins one of the belts. See, for me, like, I don't know. I think Tim has a different thing on this, but <laughs> from what he texted us earlier. Um, or does I like win and stay for Backlash and then loses the belt the next pay-per-view? Yeah, I was going to say, I like Rock Night 1 winning and then Cody Night 2 winning as well. So then Roman doesn't have anything by the end of the WrestleMania. Well, the Bloodline then, wouldn't have anything if Ke- Sami Zayn and Kevin yeah. Owens end up taking it. And they have nothing by the end of yeah WrestleMania. Um but then the only thing is like, yeah, it's like Rock needs to drop the title. Then I don't know who, <laughs> who beats him. Who be? Oh, you mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. What if you have the rematch and Roman just gets back one title at Backlash yeah. from the Rock? But I don't. I I'd rather like have someone. I don't know. It's like I'd rather have someone else. Well, but, I w- I will say I saw on TikTok, um, Young Rock, the new episode that uh, the show takes place in the future. And they went to this yeah. lady's house that's a big fan of The Rock and has all of his merchandise and belts that he's held. And one of the belts was the Blue Universal, and it just so happened to be sitting in front of a picture of The Rock where it would look like it's around his waist. <laughs> just saying. The show takes place in 2032. So, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about wrestling, Jeremy. But they wouldn't like, have an outcome yet. I mean, I, I, don't think they I would. feel like. I know people are going to be like, oh, it's too predictable. But I'm like, this is how they've booked it. They're like years into this booking. I'm like, I feel like (laughs) you have to just do it. Like, The Rock has to beat Roman at Mania. That's like the... You need someone believable because Roman's ran through everyone. He's too big. Except for Cody. He's in God mode or whatever. Personally, I would like to be Cody and then Cody can win and be... 
mega ultra huge baby face of WWE. I just feel like for storyline purposes, it just makes a lot of sense to just do what we've all been expecting for years, which is the rock. <laughs> I think you need and, two champions. Not Roman can't yeah. have two belts anymore. And I also think that for the Rumble, Cody can he can come back right at that time. I think that's the plan. Yeah, I think he's Cody just, wins. He's weightlifting again, you know. Yeah, he's back. I, I feel the, like Cody so, can come back now, anyways. If which he wants, which is how to. he toured in the first place. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but up. I feel like Cody wins the Rumble, and then Rock will show up sometime closer to the Mania and have the other title. Yeah, so Rock only has one match instead of entering the Rumble and winning. Yeah, you, know, you have Cody enter the Rumble because then Cody would gets win the Rumble at some point on the way to yeah. Road to WrestleMania. Also, you know, you have Stone Cold on the card, and then rumors of Logan Paul versus Cena. This could be a huge, huge mania. I mean, it's I hot. You almost were, I thought you were about to say Logan Paul versus Stone Cold, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, no. I, the Logan Paul called out Cena at some point, I think. That's right, yeah. Not on TV, but like on a podcast or whatever. Yeah. Um, so if you have all those guys, and who knows what Stone Cold's opponent will be? Some people are like CM Punk. It's not going to be fucking CM Punk. <laughs> AEW's not. He, he can't even that wrestle contract. anyways by yeah. then. Um, and you you think if they're going to have Roman face The Rock and Cody Rhodes that those aren't going to be the main events of both nights? And you think CM Punk isn't going to come back for the main event spot? <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe it could be Stone Cold versus like Sammy or someone. Yeah. But it is WrestleMania Hollywood. I don't see why Cena couldn't be there. Um, yeah, that's great list. You know, and and The Rock and against Stone Cold, and you have all these guys that are now on the roster that Triple H is pushing. Like, I'm super excited for. I don't even know what the matches are going to be. Um, but I know what they could be. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm really excited. I, I know you all have probably seen stuff about Roman and The Rock and Cody Rhodes and how they could do it um, going around the internet probably. So I wanted to see your guys' opinion on that. But, yeah, uh, yeah, Tim, that's... I, I just have no idea where they're like realistically going to go with it. You know what I mean? I just... Well, I don't know. That's one of those things that I... We got, what, three months? It could go either way. Um, so I got my classic show of the week, but I also have like a classic match of the week. Uh, I recommend going and looking up uh, uh, Mick Foley versus uh, Randy Orton. And uh, that is, uh, I believe it's a backlash. Is it, Andy? It is. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it 2000? Because Edge, Edge and Mick Foley are at Mania, so that means... Mick Foley and Randy Orton's at Backlash. It was after they had the Rock and Sock connection versus Maybe it was Evolution Backlash 2005. Whenever uh, WrestleMania 20 was. It's the Backlash after that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my classic show of the week is uh, Backlash uh, 2003. And uh, so some of these matches, Team Angle, Shelton Benjamin, and uh, Charlie Haas versus Los Guerreros. And then uh, Triple H, Ric Flair, and Chris Jericho against Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and Booker T. And then Goldberg and The Rock is the main event. And it's Goldberg's first pay-per-view uh, coming from WCW to WWE. So that's a fun kind of time warp. 
And uh, I recommend the Randy Orton. The Randy Orton match, it's a hardcore match for the Intercontinental Championship against McFoley. Backlash 04. So Tim 04. says 03 for the full pay-per-view, and then for this one match, it's 04. Yeah, you want to check out that Randy Orton. This uh, is when they were switching off between Raw and SmackDown pay-per-views. This is a Raw pay-per-view. Backlash 2003 is a SmackDown. Yes, and those are my classic picks of the week. So do your homework or the teacher will be upset. Do you All have right. Kurt Angle versus Kurt Angle's on that pay-per-view, isn't he? Uh, yes. 03? 03. Hang on. He might have been injured during this time. Let me check. We'll yeah, I think Benoit. he was out. We got Benoit 04. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's the main out. Oh, no. This might have been after WrestleMania. No, it's after WrestleMania 19. So Brock had just... Oh, why is he on the front cover? Interesting. Yeah, it is weird. Um, yeah, uh, and the main event of 04 is the r- same main event at Mania 20. Yeah. Well, the triple if, threat. If that wraps us up, I will close this out. Thank you for joining us. This was episode 63. Crazy. Uh, again, Jeremy, so happy to have you back this week. Uh, we definitely missed you la- last week. Again, thank you for all the listeners. Thanks for giving us a great year on the uh, uh, streaming and social media and all that stuff. Can't wait to talk to you all next week about pro wrestling. We appreciate you. Bye bye. Have a great week.